0: Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead.
1: Hello, we're back for another edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with me, Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications for the International Private Bank. And for the second week in a row, we have Zeynep Ozturk, our Chief Investment Officer for EMEA. Zeynep, you're back from holidays. Welcome. How are you doing?
2: Thank you, thank you, Stuart. Yes, um, it's always nice to go on holiday, but it's not nice to come back. So um, I have mixed feelings similar to markets. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Wow, what a nice segue, actually, because this was going to be my first question. And I know you've been sunning yourself and relaxing, but I hope you've also been following the markets on your holidays. And clearly you have been because we have some mixed reads at the moment. I know this week, and as a reminder to our listeners, we're recording on a Friday as usual before we publish on a Monday, but we had U.S cpi data out this week which uh, which i think you know showed that things are cooling off a little in the us despite the fact that the fed and others are predicting a um a mild recession in the us later in the year plus a recovery and then you know over the next couple of years and markets are reacting but markets are really reacting in a positive way Zainab, are they going too far
2: it is very difficult to read, uh, Stuart you, you're right. I think markets are um pricing in the way that recession expectations are quite mild, and um PET has reached its peak going forward, there will be no further rate hikes and or even um cuts coming through. So the way that uh, markets uh, are behaving is more similar to I think, uh, one like myself in the overindulging. Um, chocolate in an Easter week uh, so while you can you do uh, type of a reaction so people are still um, putting further bets on especially um, like US uh, large cap and tech type sectors uh, while they can to take advantage of the performance but will that be a sustainable increase going forward um, I, I personally have my doubts um, because of the way that the economy is uh, showing some signs of further uh, stress and areas that we need to be more careful with.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's so interesting. So how do you advise uh, clients and investors to position themselves in a market like this? On the one hand, you don't want them to miss out on this rally. Um, and yes. it really is. Uh, I know if you look back to this year in particular, the markets right now are at a point that they're at highest level since mid-February. So forget all of those sort of idiosyncratic risks we saw in March. The, the, the rise keeps going but with an air of caution right
2: true um so I think when on one side when you look into some of the data that came um we read it in in both ways one is economy is cooling down yes this is a good sign that fed will not go too high um and it might potentially give them the inclination to to cool their hookish uh, stance further but But it doesn't give any clear guidance in terms of a a major rate cut coming down. If a rate cut is coming down, this might imply a bigger um, or much more harder recession. And if that will be the case, markets will actually suffer for that. So the one side uh, of expectation in terms of not uh, major hikes coming through is also potentially can uh, this can also be a potential issue for the market sell off a reason for them because of the fact that recession um, might be much deeper. So you need to be very careful in an environment like this. Uh, therefore, our, our approach is that while taking advantage of a rally, which is, which is great, um, we need to remember coming back at the beginning of the year where we were expecting a much more volatile trading environment with an end towards a flattish return and another major return. Uh, This means that you need to be able to hedge your position if need be, and you need to stay with very good quality names. Um, So overall, I think, um, especially this week, when we look into the ISM data, uh, when we look into the consumer confidence, um, these are showing quite a lot of weak signs. So um, I, I would be more cautious in putting positions more further on uh, equities and actually building a little bit more tail risk hedging uh, would be more advisable.
1: Yeah okay well thank you for that insight Zeynep. I know this is called the weekly investment outlook podcast so of course We have to look forward. Whatever what's happened in the past has happened. Um, What are those key data points that you're looking out for in the week ahead? Or let's plural that the weeks ahead. I know actually we're getting into Q1 earnings season, aren't we? Um, So there'll be lots of data coming. Um, How are you looking at it from a CIO perspective?
2: Um, Yeah, so earnings is the key, um, actually one of the biggest uh, data points that we will be looking forward. So today we'll start uh, seeing some of the U.S financials posting their data um, and overall expectations on earnings are, are negative in the second uh, round. So this is going to be the second quarter of a negative earnings growth. Um, and it's important to follow where the information um, of negative numbers are coming, What, which, which sectors and um, what, where are the major weaknesses. Um, so if we look into the consumer spending, it is cooling down but when you look into the cpi data of the uh, previous months you see that there's a still increase in demand in the housing um, uh, materials and the furnitures and some of the core construction related items this has then reflected on the price increases in shelter and kept even though the overall cpi came down the cost of prices on the shelter related items have still been up so there's this. Um, interesting position uh, with the demand uh, side of things, especially in US, um, but at the same time reflection on the broader spending that we see on the consumer goods. So uh, looking into the earnings is critical for us, and we will try to decide on where the future earning numbers will be and how the sustainable growth of the economy, w- whether it will be there or not
1: yeah no, absolutely. I always like to look in these outlook statements that the Chief Financial Officers and other CEOs mentioned during these out uh, these earnings reports and 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 won't it be, as you said, a a fascinating earnings season as we see the implications of supply chain pressures of of inflation that we've had over the last, um, well, call it half a year and, and beyond. Um, and the forward look into a mild recession this year should be fascinating times. Zane, a quick look at Europe, if I may. You're the chief investment officer for Europe. I know if I look at stock markets today, the stock's 600 is up 0.3% again on Friday. A lot of that is driven by um, CPI and what we've seen out of the US and the flow through to Europe. How do you see Europe at the moment? And also where you and I are based here in the UK.
2: Um well, I think our, our expectation on Europe have been much more constructive and a bit more um, in relative terms better than US at the beginning of the year what has been the biggest issue for the european risky assets especially was the turmoil that we have experienced over the last month and a half especially in financial um, sector in in banks when we um, start to see a recovery or at least a sentiment um, improvement there uh, this was a good sign and then it it kind of triggered a very positive um, move back into european equities especially as uh, sx5e uh, has been an extremely strong outperformer uh, when we look into the broader Uh, distribution of returns across the equity market but um, I'm still um, of the camp that uh, rest of the world is going to outperform uh, US and Europe is one of that uh, areas that we really prefer more and this has been more of a value view rather than growth view at the beginning of the year but now we've seen the rally in technology stocks with the growth view is picking up so there are these kind of two sides pulling each other but overall um data in europe have been mixed and it is not still showing an amazing sign in terms of okay all in europe and it's a it's a great picture we're very cautious still but when we put the relative performance uh, we still believe that europe is outperforming us um and within europe UK has been a, a positive story. as You mentioned with um, GDP data came um, positive and overall improvement in manufacturing data, in labour data, uh, these are in the positive sign considering where we were uh, six to seven months um, back in, in UK. It was quite a, a doom and gloom, but now we see a significant recovery and um, some of the data that we will be looking for, for example, and um, the coming week will be retail price index, the CPI for UK. If these are all in line with what we expect, um, then the pressure on Bank of England will not be as much as it was uh, last month.
1: There you have it, Zainab. I would call cautious optimism your view after speaking to you <laughs> on this podcast today. Thank you so much. And as always, thank you to our listeners. This has been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with me, Stuart Haslam and Zainab Ozturk, our CIO in Europe, Middle East and Africa. Have a great week! Bye for now.
0: In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material. But this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions, and hypothetical models, which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker, dealer, and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC, and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.